Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to Budget Arcade, a free-to-play gaming podcast to help you navigate through the growing realm of free-to-play games. My name is Jeff. And I am Mark. And uh, each and every other week we review a free-to-play game, and on these off weeks we sit around and wonder various things. We ponder life's biggest questions, and the biggest question on everyone's mind right now is PS5 or Xbox Series, fill in the blank, S or X. Excess. Uh, so, excess. So this past uh, Wednesday, I believe it was, we finally got sort of the last questions of this next generation answered by Sony coming out with their pricing and release date and showing some more titles. Um, now, did you watch the whole presentation? Uh, yeah, I watched most. Of, I watched most of it. I got into it a little bit late, um, so I didn't see the, I guess the Spider-Man, um, Miles Morales new trailer. Um, but uh, you know, yeah, there's some gameplay of it too. Yeah, and and it's fine. You know, that looks fine. I think the big the big reveal with that is that uh, Sony is going to be releasing uh, the game uh, as kind of a bundle. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong with that, um, but uh, Miles Morales, like the the seventy dollar version, I guess, of this game, will come with the original um, Spider Man game that came back came out in what 2018. Um, yeah, so that's actually kind of cool. So, like me, you know, if I didn't play the first Spider Man game, I can get two. For the price of, well, $70, we could probably dive back into that again, but two for the price of one, um, which I thought was a good deal. So well, let the, the whole, big... real quick, what do you, I mean, what do you think about that as far as that this, this game, while it is a, it's a whole new story, it would, takes place in the same, you know, Spider-Man universe, um, I look at that as more of a, hey, this is an expansion. Um, you know, when, when they when studios or game developers do that, that tends to make me pause and be like, yo, why is this a launch title and why is it now? You know, why why release? And I think I think you answer your own question too because if it's a launch title, 
they're not as familiar with the hardware and you've got to hit a certain release window and to say, okay, we have all of this infrastructure and this engine for this original Spider-Man game. Let's get some new audio recordings. Let's, you know, do a couple things that uh, we can do to package this up as a new game and still have it out in time for, you know, the launch window. And historically on con- like new consoles, your graphics get better and better over the life of the console as they learn how to use the hardware. And I think that's going to be the case here, that this is probably, well, if you've never played the original Spider-Man, it'll be a whole new experience, but it's probably for those that have played the original. It looked to me like more of the same with the different main character. Um, so, you know, take that as what you will. Is that a killer app for buying your console day one? Um, which I think we can get into in the back half of this is like, because in my opinion, neither of these companies, including Xbox, has made me purchase this day one. Yeah, I, I'm I'm with you right there. This uh, Miles Morales is not. I, I mean, I, I it isn't. I believe it's also going to be on PS4. I don't think it's exclusive to PS5. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not quite sure if that. I'll double check that. Go ahead. But yeah, no, the Miles Morales doesn't um, really do much as a character um, for me. I, I know, you know, with um, Into the Spider Verse, uh, the movie. Um, so there's a whole new audience of young people that. Um, experience miles and that's a fantastic fan a plus movie oh so yeah 100 um it, so there's a whole new whole new audience that experienced miles morales for the first time and i think that's where this game is probably aiming um and so i'm excited to see how this this game mashes up with the the movie not not as far as storyline or anything like that but like just intricacies of the character. Uh, So this is as a comic book guy, the movie was based on like the original Miles Morales works. And then the game is closer to like the newer stuff because of what world he's in. But we probably shouldn't dive too deep down that hole, but um, it does. It is going to be launching on PS4 as well as PS5. And I believe they might do, I don't, they don't have a a branding for it. Like Xbox does with smart delivery, where if you buy a game, you're automatically going to get the next gen version of it. They call that smart delivery. I don't know. PlayStation, I don't think has a way of describing that um, in such simple terms as Xbox has done. So let's, let's dig into the two big pieces of information that matter the most release date and pricing. So release date wise, these consoles are going to be releasing two days apart. So the place, or excuse me, the Xbox is going to launch on November 10th and the PlayStation will launch on November 12th. So I can't remember. And I, and my, I don't remember a lot of history about that, but I don't remember consoles ever launching in such quick succession to each other before yeah wasn't it this is the same week yeah it wasn't didn't the uh the xbox one and the playstation weren't they like a month apart um i I remember vaguely of 
the PS4 and the Xbox One releasing in the same like holiday season, but um, I think it was closer to a month uh, when when they both released. Yeah, it's weird. It's um, you know, it's one of those things where you, Sony is so they're 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 going to be behind by two days. I don't know how much difference that makes in sales. It it makes zero difference to me. Yeah. Because if you're if you're only going to get one console and not the other, two days doesn't make a bit of difference. Right. If you're like PlayStation's my console, I don't think anyone is going to be so hankering for the next generation to go out and buy something two days early that they don't necessarily want. Now a month early, maybe yeah. you know, like if if the big new game, if the same game like Valhalla comes out on both systems. And you can get the Xbox a month early. Maybe, maybe you would do that. Uh, but um, especially with the three hundred dollar price point f- for the entry level edition. So um, that I don't think that the two days is going to make a difference at all. I think whoever you're going to get what you want, regardless, because it is so close. It's like if you're so impatient, you can't wait two days. You should probably look at therapy. It's very <laughs> helpful. I find it very helpful in my life. I don't think you need. To buy a console yeah. that you don't want because it's two days early. So I don't think anybody's going to be affected by that. Yeah, and you know it's it's weird that both both companies chose. Well, and listen, I don't. There's no doubt in my mind that both Sony and Microsoft knew when each other were going to release these consoles well before the public did, and. You know, one company either said, hey, well, we're going to offset that by releasing ours two days early. Or um, the other company said, well, hey, we're just going to butt right up against their release date and, you know, cut into their market. So um, to me, I I agree with you. It doesn't make much of a difference to me. Um, You know, neither one of these consoles is a day one purchase for me. Mm -hmm. Um but anyway, we can dive into that here in a bit. Yeah. And I mean, that comes down to software, yeah. right? Whether something's a day one purchase. Now, the uh, other big thing is PlayStation announced their pricing. They, of course, similar to um, Xbox, have two different models. Now, I don't think the final specs have actually been released. But from what I understand, from a graphics and power standpoint, both the PlayStation Digital and the PlayStation Standard Edition are pretty much the same. The only big difference is one does not have a disk drive and it costs you $100 less. So the pricing is 500 for the top model, which is the same price as your Xbox, and then 400 for the diskless model, which is $100 more than the S. Now, let me ask you this. Does, does a disk drive make that much difference to you? It depends on the console. For the PlayStation, it doesn't. Okay. Like if I were to buy the PlayStation Five, I would get the digital to save the hundred bucks because I don't have a ton of disc games, and plus they are not backwards compatible. I know there's some backwards compatibility, but the guy who runs Sony came out and said, you know, native backwards compatibility is not a concern for us. We're not going to worry about it. So maybe some of the newer games are going to work. Um, that's all kind of 
shrouded in mystery. Well, like they haven't been too clear on backwards compatibility. And I think so. I let, th- let me answer. I want to finish your question yeah, yeah, go real for, quick. Go for it. Is that on Xbox, having a disk drive definitely matters for me because I have a bunch of disk based games. The console is backwards compatible. So I'm going to want to be able to play those on that hardware. And so having the disk drive on that system does matter to me. Okay. I mean, yeah, you know, if, if you're a big physical media fan, uh, physical media gamer, I imagine uh, the dis- the the console with the disk drive would be the preferred console of choice. The as far as Sony and their backwards com- compatibility, and you know the people at Sony saying that's not a big issue for us. I think we saw that with their reveal that they're going to have uh, what the PS Plus collection, um, which was announced during their showcase, where. Yes, they're releasing all of the PS4 first party um, exclusives um, available. To- I don't even think it's all of them. I think it's like a select few. It's like God of War, Last of Us Two, um, maybe one of the Uncharted's. So it's a handful of games. It looked like more than it was in the in the trailer. Yeah, if you go back, it's it's like maybe ten games. I think so. I think that's probably their their focus, Sony's focus with that. Um, now, now, according to the executive, he recently also said, we have no intentions of providing a Game Pass style service. Right. So this is, this is almost closer to like what Nintendo does with their online, where you get a handful of older games to play. You don't really own them. But as long as you keep your subscription active, you can play them. So if you didn't have a PlayStation 4, this would be nice to have some stuff to play when your console comes out. But if you did, these are games you've probably already played. Excuse me. These are games that you've probably already played. And do you really need to go back and play them more? Does this really offer that much to you? Yeah. um, So I'm going to run down these games real quick. Uh, Batman Arkham Knight, Battlefield 1, Bloodborne days gone detroit become human fallout 4 final fantasy 15 uh god of war infamous second son the last guardian the last of us remastered monster hunter world mortal kombat 10 or is that x is it mortal kombat x or 10 i don't want to get in trouble in the discord it doesn't you'll be fine (laughs) it's one of those (laughs) persona 5 ratchet and clank resident evil 7 Uncharted 4, and then Until Dawn. So that's what, like 15 games? It's like 20 games. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, in every... every And if you're already a if you're already a PS Plus subscriber, hey, all right, cool, right. bonus. Yeah. So I, I think I, I think moving forward, that's probably Sony's focus, is that, you know, they didn't really want to engineer a console that could be backwards compatible. So they're just like, okay, well, we'll just, you know, will steady release these PS4 games or PS3 games, um, you know, on PS Plus as it, as the console life progresses. And that satisfies, you know, pretty much everyone. Um, I think, in my opinion, that, that would satisfy me as a, as a gamer. Um, I think, so backwards compatibility is one of those things that, if you don't necessarily value it now, it's one of those things you value later. Sure. And so like, for example, the Xbox one 
isn't natively backwards compatible to the 360. All of those games are essentially ported to the new platform, right? And if you had the old ones digitally, they're in your library, you can use them with the disc, but really it's new software that's been ported to the system. And so not everything is available. And I've got this copy of NCAA 14 football that I'd love to play right now on my Xbox One, and I can't because it's not part of those games. So I think backwards compatibility, maybe it won't matter to you now, but as you get further in the life cycle of your console and your PlayStation 4 is gone or up in the attic, you might find, hey, I'd like to go back and play Horizon again or whatever. Having that ability is really nice. And I think that that's the sort of thing that is going to add value the longer you have your console. So the um, so the Xbox Series X um, and the PS5, they're pretty they're pretty much um, they match up pretty equally as far as like the hardware goes. Um, yeah, my understanding is that, and I am not a technical guy, and yeah, to be honest, I'll never notice the difference. Now, you know, I say that maybe I would, but I honestly. Probably the difference in graphics between now the Series X and the PlayStation 5 are probably minimal. My understanding is that the X is got a little more oomph, um, but the PlayStation supposedly has a lot quicker load times. These are like minimal things. And until we actually have the games in our hands and are playing them, I don't know how much of a difference that's really going to make because I think the next generation of games is all about your aspect ratio. Mm-hmm. If, you know, if it does 4K or 8K and what kind of frames you can get. So, like, you can get 120 frames on, I think, both of these consoles, uh, including the budget editions. So, yeah. And, you know, I think a lot of both companies, what they're, uh, while I am not a technical person either, you can tell me about teraflops and frames per second and everything else. And I'll be like, okay, cool. Um, what I th- what matters to me is resolution. You know, um, does it look good on my TV? Um, is it getting the most out of my TV? Am I getting is my TV getting the most out of the PS Five? You know, um, so you know both consoles will offer eight K resolution, um, which I think is the progression of TVs moving forward. Um, you know, pretty soon we'll all have to mm-hmm. buy new TVs that have, you know, standard 8K. Um, even though like 4K is only a couple years old, I think. It feels like it, right? Yeah. Once again, I'm not a It's been affordable. <laughs> it's only been affordably uh, a technology we could have in our homes, you know, yeah. for the last couple of years. So, I mean, you know, I, I don't, I don't really care that much about the the ram in the system or um that one has you know this this uh, uh this speed of whatever gigahertz I, th- that doesn't matter to me it matters to some people mm-hmm. absolutely and i I'm, I'm right there with you is if if my console can do everything that it says it can do i'm happy um, and I think too, like it's a lot of it's like posturing. Why are fanboys exist? Like, why do fanboys exist this t- these days? <laughs> you know, like I got the Sega and the Nintendo era; it was different. But now these consoles are so close as far as what they do. 
And it's like, I mean, you and I, we, we, we talk about Sony and Xbox and we each have taken a side. But at the end of the day, I honestly don't care. Yeah. Right. I mean, if you're happy with your console, great. Yeah. And I can tell you exactly why the Xbox is the console for me. And you can say why PlayStation's for you. And our reasons are totally different. And that's fine because who cares? Like, I don't. I don't. I have no need to prove to you that Xbox is better than PlayStation or vice versa. Right, and and well, in the the same in the in the same conversation, they each they each kind of pander to a different audience. And you know, if you're a if you're an online gamer, man, Xbox is for you. If you're a first party, you know, single player gamer. PlayStation's for you, and I think that's the direction that these these two consoles are once again going to go. Um, yeah, you know, and I think that, and, and this is something I don't know, and I think I've said this before, and I apologize, uh, but I don't know that Xbox is as worried about hardware sales as they are about getting you in the ecosystem, getting you on Game Pass, getting you using X Cloud, and they sort of have this more. Uh, broader scope as to what the next generation really is and it's not necessarily being relegated to one piece of hardware but being in their ecosystem right right whether on pc on your mobile phone or on an xbox whereas playstation is still very much kind of that traditional console here's your system here are the games you can only get here and that has um been the way of it for as long as i can remember for systems um, is it, it, that format? So we'll see what happens. Now, let me ask you this: Does now, and I've read just from I guess fanboys, um, the Xbox Series S, mm-hmm. um, not as powerful as the X, um, right? And is and shouldn't be right, and it's t- it's what two hundred dollars cheaper, um, mm-hmm. so. I've I've read that 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 this console, the the Series S console, is likely to be somewhat obsolete, you know, mid life cycle into into this console generation, and so that has me wondering: Is Microsoft just trying to make quick money here, or are they trying no. to get people on board? I with find the- that unlikely that it's going to be obsolete. Like that has never happened before. And you can see they dropped the One X and the original Xbox still works great. My son uses his all the time. Um, So I don't think that's going to be the case. I think that um, it will, again, come down to that resolution Mm -hmm. because really the difference isn't what kind of graphics you're going to get and what kind of light shading, and if you're going to have HDR and all that, what it's really going to come down to is what resolution that system's going to be able to put out. And if you're using that console and it's going to scale down to that 1440 resolution, I think you're still going to be having the same experience on it that you would uh, on on whatever comes down the road, just at a smaller resolution. And the other thing is that, uh, to me, the big difference... And it's not even the disk drive, it's the hard drive, is like 500 megs, which going into the next generation is inexcusable. It's too small. And granted, the system's $300, so 
okay, maybe it is excusable and you can buy more memory for it, but that's not enough memory for these games are going to be a hundred gigs, you know, like the, the games we have on this current generation are 50 and that's, you know, on that's like the medium, the, you know, Call of Duty takes up 120 mm-hmm. gigs on my hard drive, you know, so it's like you need at least a terabyte, but they are expandable. So you're saving that $200, but are you going to fork over a little more to get expandable memory? And then at that point, is it worth just going ahead and forking over even more to get the X? And I think the answer is yes. But yes. if you if you just want to play Game Pass games, you know, 300 bucks might not be that bad, you know? So, I, I mean... So here, here's, I think, here's the, uh, the main... And, like, I don't know what a... I, I don't know what a teraflop is, honestly. I Nobody don't. does. It's like, it's this, it's bits. Remember back in the day, I said, hey, man, Genesis is 16 bits, and the Nintendo's 8. That right. means mine's better. That's what teraflops are now. For for me, the layperson, that's what a teraflop is. So the, the Xbox Series X has 12 teraflops. All right. Oh, my gosh. Uh, right. What a beast. Um, blown away. Um the Xbox Series S has four. Um, oh, that's oh my god, that's unfathomable. I don't, I don't know how how these people, how these, how these these pores of of the video gaming community that buy the Xbox Series S will will make it to. Um, it's gonna look like Sega Saturn games. <laughs> Yeah, I, nobody knows. Nobody cares. <laughs> but like, I mean, someone knows, and they're probably in our Discord. And they're going to yell at us. But I mean, <laughs> but that's that's a that's an eight. I'm not I'm not a math whiz here, but twelve teraflops has got to be better than four. Um, so here's my thing, though, about this talking point. You're comparing <laughs> the same a console model, yeah. <laughs> right? If you go parity wise, and you say this console and that console, then they're kind of closer, but Xbox from a technical standpoint for people who know more than me has the lead there. But then if you compare the one S to the disc list from my understanding again, and I don't know, this hasn't really been confirmed, but it's, it's just the same thing as the PS five, but without a disc drive is stronger than the Xbox one or series S which it should be for the price, right? You get what you pay for. Right. Now what and what so, I'd be interested in is how does how does the the latest version of the Xbox 1 match up to the Xbox Series the S? S? Yes. I I that would be interesting. Um not interesting enough for me to go and research it myself. <laughs> um but because hey, I think I'll I think this. both consoles are the same price. Uh, yeah, I am. Yeah, you're right. I imagine that there would be a price drop, though. Oh, yeah, I mean, I'm sure. So I, I'm, I'm going to say one other thing. I'm looking at my uh, my game consoles here. I got my Xbox next to my PlayStation, which I've been playing my PlayStation because Spelunky 2 came out and it's fantastic. And it's only on PlayStation till it drops in a couple weeks on uh, PC. Um, so I do play my PlayStation. I'm not really some sort of hardcore Xbox guy. Um, but I will say this. The Xbox is whisper quiet. This thing never makes a noise. And sometimes my PlayStation 
sounds like it wants to take off. Oh, for sure. So, oh, and oh, by the way, did you look at the dimensions? Because oh yeah, no. the the whole thing you said about the <laughs> the, the, the series X being some sort of monstrosity and it's going to be terrible, and it turns out that the PlayStation is bigger. <laughs> the PlayStation Five and looks then, like I should put it on my the roof of my house and use it to communicate with somebody that's in I, Texas. Well, looks aside, I don't care about that, but. One of the things, so you know it has like a narrow base and it goes up to, and it looks like the letter Y. Yeah. But apparently, if you want to use the system on the side, you have to put like this little hockey puck underneath it. Yeah. To stabilize it. Come on. Well. All right. You did, did you Come on. Did you see the uh, the part of the, the video in the, in the Sony um, presser that... It just had a. It was a close up, like flyby close up of of the console and all the vents, mm-hmm. all the vents that that the thing has. I think it's a cool looking console. It looks like a race car. Yeah, no, but like, why does it need that many vents? Holy crap! Because um, it's the teraflops, man. <laughs> you you know, I think we're onto something. I think the teraflops is what is holding the PlayStation back in this race. Um, you know, I think that the Xbox Series S has probably the better console is because it's only got four. Um, I don't even know what that means. (laughs) So we're going to the next gen. What, what are you excited about? What's the thing that's like, oh, I can't wait. It's no, it's not teraflops, even though I'm, I'm, this is the teraflops. I, I almost can't hide my excitement for the teraflops. No, I think it's. I want to. I want to. The game. I'm. I'm a big single player gaming guy. Um, you know, we've talked about that before. I'm. I'm not a big multiplayer guy, and that's what draws me to PlayStation. That's. That's. That's my gaming atmosphere, and so, you know, to me, with with pl- the PlayStation Five, I'm interested in all of the. The first party titles that that'll that'll come out um, for this, and and uh, Sony alluded to a new God of War um, next year, which I think is probably one B as far as news goes, is because I believe uh, PS4's God of War title um, is probably the best game of this current gaming gener- uh gaming cycle so um i'm excited for i'm excited for the games um sony's sony's got a whole catalog Mm -hmm. full of great franchises and great titles that they're gonna expound on um they're gonna they're gonna you know release sequels to and continuations of i mean we're seeing that already with miles morales so um, that to me, that's the biggest thing uh, with Xbox. I want to see how Game, pa- Game Pass goes. Um, yeah. I want to see the evolution in Game Pass from November tenth to you know November tenth, twenty twenty one. You know, I want I, and and that that'll probably sell me on getting the Xbox One yeah. X or uh, Series X. Yeah. Um, Would you go X or S? 
No, I go X. Get, yeah. get that console out of here. Um, now I got to beep it out again. Here we go. So, <laughs> what, like, what it, about you? I mean, what I is, mean for me, what it's is, it's it is Game Pass. Like seeing what Game Pass is going to become, seeing the fact that. So you mentioned this incredible catalog that PlayStation has, and they do undeniably they have a better first party exclusive catalog than the PlayStation. But PlayStation's been, or not, excuse me, than the Xbox. But Xbox has been working hard on building theirs up. And when they do come out, they are on Game Pass day one. Um, And so in a lot of ways, it's like, well, I don't have to spend the same amount of money I'd used to. And I can try these games and see if I like them. They also, we, we I don't remember if we talked about this before, but uh, their Game Pass now includes EA Play, which eh, you can... EA, but if you like EA, that's there. But I personally, yeah. So, um, but it is value. It is added value. So, but the thing is, and I and I said this at the beginning is there's nothing that either of these companies have done to make me want to buy the console day one. And what that would have to be is some sort of exclusive experience I can only have on that device. The day right. it comes out, because I'm not going to optimize and use all my teraflops, <laughs> like just because of the upgrade. Because my TV's not getting upgraded, right? It's still going to be what it is. Uh, so I, you know, until like a a big title I have to have comes out on one of these, I'm pretty much content in this current generation right now so i don't plan on getting one at launch um but you know mid summertime next year you know maybe yeah the and i think that's so you know you you talk about the experience and which console can offer that exclusive experience that you talk about and right now neither one really blew blew me away as far as like hey this is i gotta get this is because i can only do this with this console right on this tv and you know have this experience and that'll undoubtedly happen that that will that will yes. come um and I, I will definitely be jumping into the next generation it's just like right now i have no reason to right and you know and i think we'll 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 see a lot of um you know, movement around the holidays, uh, you know, as far as like bundled systems go. And Not this holiday, though. Good you don't luck. think so? Oh, no. You won't see bundles really? this holiday. Absolutely not. You won't even hmm. see these consoles in stores. They, oh, yeah. They, sure, you will sure not you will. be able to find these consoles. So if they do offer a bundle, I'll be surprised. But if they do, it'll be like GameStop will sometimes offer bundles. So. Like when the Nintendo Classic, the SNES Classic, was you couldn't find it anywhere. What they would do is, oh, we have them, but they're part of a bundle. And so you'd have to buy more stuff to get the thing that you actually want. Um, they might do that, but that I don't think you'll see any bundles from, the, from Microsoft and Sony until next year. Interesting. And, um... I could be wrong. But I just don't I, see that. You know, as far as like the console being available, um, I think as far as like Sony goes, their their pre order 
when when the PS5 when it went live with pre-orders, it was a disaster. Um, and you know, you some stores went earlier than others, mm-hmm. and you know, uh, like I know Best Buy, I actually tried to pre-order um, the the night of the what was it Wednesday night and. Mm-hmm. And Best Buy had said, oh, hey, you know, our pre-orders, pre-orders are now available. Um, you know, log into your whatever Best Buy account and pre-order the system. So I did that. And you go in and you put the whatever in your cart. And then you go to check out for your pre-order. And it just, the page updated and they were all gone. Um, that happened to me when I was, what was I getting? Oh, it was the Super Nintendo Classic where I had it in my cart and I put my credit card info in and I click select and it was like, oh, nope, never mind. I was mad. Yeah, Yeah, and and I I don't, you know, and this may just be me paying attention closer to what Sony's got going on than than Microsoft, but was there this much much commotion with um, the Xbox? uh, So pre-orders haven't started yet. Oh, Okay, so well that's, that's why we don't know yet, but already it seems like it's better because, like you said, people were jumping the gun. Yeah, and nobody's done that yet, so maybe Microsoft has a better hold. But you're not going to be able to find this thing. Like, I mean, you're going to run into the same issues of trying to pre-order and not being able to. Well, then, so. and you know, on top of that, there's also rumors that Sony had cut production. On the the PS5 by like four million units, um, because of the pandemic and oh. and all this. That I, I don't think that was ever confirmed. Um, but that was a that was a, a, I think it was last weekend that that rumor was making the rounds, and that just had me think. I was like, well, why would they do that? Yeah. Um, you know, so Sony makes money hand hand over fist, you know, on everything. And so, not true, but go ahead. <laughs> they, they basically their video game department is like the only place making money right now. It's like anchoring well, the ship. Well, no, nobody's making money off of movies right now. Um, just ask Christopher Nolan and Warner Brothers. But mm-hmm. the you know, I, I just had that had me think. I was like, well, why would they cut production before the announcement of the release date of the console and and all this? Um, so I I. Take that with a grain of salt. I don't think that would be true, um, but it might be. I mean, mm-hmm. hell, the pandemic's changed a lot of things, so um, it could be. I, and I don't fault the companies for that because, like, other than Nintendo, I don't think anybody purposefully underproduces. Other than Nintendo, um, <laughs> but because there's no reason to. I mean, they, they want to make sure they don't make too many, you know. Yeah. But at the same time they want to make sure they have enough. So I think their intention is to sell as many as they can and still have some in stores is where they want to be. Isn't Nintendo having uh, production issues keeping up with demand for the Switch? I believe so. I think that is Corona-related on two fronts. I think it has affected people their production, but I also think a lot more people have purchased them because they're stuck at home. Right. So, um, Yeah. Anyway, That's a good problem to have, I guess. <laughs> I mean, if you're stuck at home and still can afford a new game console, then you're living the good life. <laughs> right. You, you're doing something. You're doing okay. okay. Uh, yeah, well, so, real quick, let's let, uh, I want to touch real quick on 
um, the launch titles for each of these consoles. Oh, do you um, have them? Okay. Yeah. Uh, so you know, for the PS5, it's the uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales, Astro's Playroom, okay. uh, dis- yeah, Destruction All Stars, whatever that is, and um, Sackboy: A Big Adventure, and also which what was uh, revealed this past week was uh, Demon Souls, a new Demon Souls game. I think um, that's like the big one. It, to me, that's and the it's one. T- I, it's, I think it's a timed exclusive too. No, it, Sony owns that IP. Oh, really? Wait, yeah. Wait. So, okay. Here's the history of Demon Souls, real quick. So, yeah, Demon Souls is uh, they got from software. Uh, Sony got from software to make Demon Souls. So, the IP of Demon Souls is owned by Sony. But when From Software went to go make their own game, they had to make Dark Souls. And it's not part of that world. That's the IP that From Software owns or maybe Activision owns. Interesting. So that is a Sony exclusive. Oh, look at High Score Season (laughs) 2. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, the Demon Souls reveal was. I, I'm not a big fan of the Demon Souls uh, game, um, or, or those type of games, I guess. Uh, just simply because I like a pretty timid, uh, mild gameplay experience. I don't, I don't like dying every five seconds. The, um, but I know a lot of people are very excited for uh, for a new Demon Souls game. And so the Xbox one, uh, Series X. Why do I keep calling it One X? Is there a One X? Yeah, we you oh, have okay. or I have a One X. Yeah. So yeah, it looks think... like we're looking at uh, we got Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which is on both consoles, I believe. Uh, yeah. Dirt Five, FIFA Twenty One. Oh, we got to talk about this because it's showing listed here too uh, for the Xbox. But why? Did PlayStation reveal Fortnite? I get it. All right. It's the biggest <laughs> game in the world. No one cares. No one's buying the new console to play Fortnite. All right. Uh, Gears uh, 5. Says I'm sorry. You. Yeah. Uh, Gears 5. <laughs> Gears Tactics, which is the, the exclusive, right? That's the. Yeah. But nobody cares. Like uh, uh, Marvel's Avengers, which is whatever. Uh, NBA 2K, Observer, don't know what that is. Tetris Effect, which I think might be exclusive. I'm not sure what that, other than being Tetris. The Falconeer, Watch Dogs Legions, Yakuza, Like a Dragon. So there's nothing particularly here, again, that is like, ooh. Yeah. Ooh, except for Fortnite. <laughs> I'm dropping $800 on both consoles. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> With, uh, so, I mean, that, that just goes back to what we were saying is that, you know, in years past, now, in my opinion, Sony's never had a great launch lineup uh, yeah. of games. I, and I don't I don't know the, the history of the launch lineup for, for Microsoft with the Xbox. But I mean, the big thing was was um, was Halo. I mean, yeah, that, right. that's really because and I don't know that launch lineups really make that big a difference because you know who, in my opinion, what console had the best launch lineup of all time? The Nintendo 64. Oh, God. Are you with both games? Pilot <laughs> Wings and Mario? Are you out of your mind? It had two games. <laughs> Those are the best games ever. No, 
Incorrect. No, the best launched like day one launch titles was the Dreamcast. You had a new Sonic game in Sonic Adventure. You had uh, Soul Calibur and a like arcade perfect port of Soul Calibur. You had the NFL 2K series, which launched. And there were some other games that I can't remember off the top of my head, but there was a lot of great, ex- like just day one, you had plenty of games to play. Ready to Rumble Boxing, Power Stone, I think was day one. Uh, but that system still died, right? So launch having a great launch library, I don't think is that important. Uh, it worked. It worked for Nintendo with the Switch, you know. Um, what? The, the Nintendo the Switch didn't have a great launch games. They had a game oh, that had, was. It had Breath of the Wild. I mean, but that game was also available on Wii U to me. Yeah, but nobody was playing the Wii U version of that game. That's fair. Nobody had. Yeah. <laughs> <The>, uh, <laughs> I mean. You know, when when you can launch your console with the uh, the eventual game of the year, I I mean I think that's yeah. you're you're just hitting it out of the park. So um, now none of these games for either the Series X or the PS5 I think will end up being anywhere close to a game of the year. Um, I I just the, none none of those games really make me go, man, I gotta have this console day one. Yep, I'm the same way. So, well. Let us know when you're going to get the console, if you can, if you got your pre-order in or not. Uh, you can hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at Budget Arcade. Be sure to check out our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Budget Arcade. We also have a website, www.budgetarcade.com. Want to buy some merch? You can go to hotkeygaming.com slash budget hyphen arcade. Use promo code ButtBiscuits to save a little cash. Uh, our music is also provided by Stimage. You can find his music on metroidmetal.com. Somebody explained it. Somebody needs to explain to me why teraflops are called one teraflops and why they're such a big deal. Okay, so he has now invited you to uh, correct him. So someone get on that. I personally don't care what a teraflop is. Anyway, I mean it's cool to say. I like I like saying the word teraflop. That's that's well, like a, well, you go ahead and do that, and we'll talk rolls again off the tongue. next week as we review spell break, spirit break, spell break. Spell break. Yeah. Spell break? All right. This is Budget Arcade. Game on. Podcast Network. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. To serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.